Welcome to GRE Snacks, snackable episodes about the GRE exam and graduate school admissions. I'm Tyler, founder of Achievable. We have an affordable $199 GRE course that includes everything you need to ace your GRE, including a full textbook, tons of GRE questions backed by our memory-enhancing algorithm, and full-length practice exams. You can try it out for free at achievable.me to see if you like it, and if you do, the code podcast gets you 10% off at checkout. Now let's get started. So today we have GRE Tutor and Achievable's GRE course author Matt Roy on the line with us again. Thanks for joining us, Matt. And do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, thank you for having me. Uh, I've been a GRE Tutor for a few years now, uh, maybe five years it's been. I have over a thousand hours of tutoring through different, either through Kaplan or, or independently. I really enjoyed writing the course for Achievable, and I'm ready to talk today about tutors. Yeah. Yeah, and so um, I, I think one of the things that I found interesting, you kind of a claim to fame for you, uh, was that you studied while you were on a backpacking trip, right? No, it was in the Peace Corps, actually. Oh, in the Peace Corps. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was in Morocco, uh, and I studied in the winter there, which surprisingly, in a in a bit of a mountainous region, it's cold. It's very mm-hmm. cold there, especially since there's no indoor heating. So I actually studied mm. the jury every night with socks on my hands. <laughs> wow. <Yeah. laughs> really cold. Yeah, with no internet, which actually was, in this day and age, a great thing for attention. Uh, you yeah. can study for hours if you don't have internet. Um <laughs> So, yeah, it actually was, it helped me a lot, I think. (laughs) Very cool. Well, yeah, so then today's topic is what to look for in a GRE tutor. Mm. And as a GRE tutor, I feel, and, you know, we have a lot of GRE tutors on this program. Um, I'm quite curious what you have to say on this. So if you're, you know, let's say you were a customer or if just your cousin was trying to find a GRE tutor, obviously they don't, you know, you would tell them, oh, you should just use me. Mm, yeah. But if they if they wouldn't use you, yeah. or they, you know, oh, it's weird, you're my cousin. How would you advise them? They what would they look for? Mm. What are the key things you wanna you wanna hear from them when you're interviewing them and or on their oh, website, yeah. etc. Couple points. Okay, the first point is uh, find an independent tutor. We'll we'll get into how they can do that in a second. But if you find a tutor through one of those very large companies um <laughs> the company oftentimes keeps most of the money and you're not really getting mm-hmm. the value uh and the tutor may not really even be teaching um directed uh like lessons for you because they have to stick to mm-hmm. a curriculum okay right yeah and that's because of the way the, the company requires yes. it right yeah yeah so that's the first point uh, the second thing is, uh, yeah. Well, so the first yeah. point, just to wrap it up, mm-hmm. would be to, if you see a tutor you like on a big website, see if they have a personal website where you could, you know, not only they get a much larger piece mm-hmm. of the total revenue pie, you know, if not all of it, from your sale, which mm-hmm. is incentive by itself, um, but then they also don't have rules around what they can yeah. tell you. And you might even ask them what their rules are. Maybe they do have some mm-hmm. flexibility, but the important point is they need to be flexible for, for your needs. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Um, the second point is when you're looking for tutors, uh, many people pretend like they're Jerry tutors uh, when they're just good at math. Or they mm -hmm. pretend like they're almost tutors for every exam in the world. And um, they're, they might be a bright, they might be really bright. They could be mm -hmm. just a general math teacher. But to prepare someone for the specifics, like strategies and insights that, that go with the GRE is much different. So I would say look for someone who just teaches the GRE or someone who just teaches uh, like the GMAT and GRE, which is right. yeah, grad school exams. You think there's enough uh, enough overlap there? Yeah, there's some. And if they teach both, then great. Yeah, uh, quite a few people teach both. I think it's because the customer base overlaps exactly. quite a bit is my guess. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing, though, too, is, you know, these people who often tutor the GRE, they have so many insights when it comes to just admissions as well. And if you get someone who's just randomly, you know, just good at math, they, they may not have all the insights that you, like all the extra value you can get from a tutor who, who uh, is around the grad admissions world uh, much more. And what does that extra insight look like? Oh, well, what scores, like what scores you need in order to get in, um, what sections of the exam you should focus on more or less, like four specific programs you're applying for. Right. Um, obviously, uh, how to how to use your uh, like ETS score, like for example, like um, someone who doesn't know anything about the jury might not know that you can send your scores to four schools freely. Mm -hmm. Uh, only right after you sign up or right after you take the exam. And uh, there's just a million little things that if, if they don't know anything about the jury, then um, they really can only help you on the exact question you're asking them if they're good right. at math. Um, well, and also, I mean, and this is something we want to talk about uh, in the future as well. There's a really big difference between um, doing the math and getting the question right. Oh, yeah. When yeah. it comes to the GRE. They may not notice that a specific question has this motif that's like very common in the GRE. They won't know that. So they won't know to tell you that, to prepare on this specific part of the question or to know mm -hmm. this specific thing. They will just know, if they have no experience, I'm saying, if they're just really good at math, they will just know how to get the answer and they'll show you that. But they won't know strategies. Right. Yeah. Very cool. And what is your what is your next point? Um, okay, yeah. So the the first point was make sure they're flexible. The second point is make sure they're they're GRE or GMAT mm -hmm. tutors. Right. The next point and is not math tutors. Yeah, yeah, not just math tutors, and not or or even worse, not literally everything in the world tutors. Right. That's not a good thing. Um, look at the reviews. Obviously, um, on some websites you you can definitely see. And that's obviously going to be, it should factor yeah. in. Yeah. I mean, yes, and I want to challenge you uh -huh. a little bit here. What should they be looking for in the reviews, right? Like, I think, you know, almost every tutor that I've ever seen, um, and I've probably looked at a couple hundred at this point, like, they all have all five-star reviews uh -huh. or whatever, like a four-point something. Like, anybody with the platform uh, yeah. rating below four doesn't get anywhere right so you got to read between the lines a little bit well it could i mean really it could also be on. selection bias like the people yeah, who yeah. 
get lower reviews end up quitting and, and not continuing on. <laughs> I, I think I, I think so too. There's a funny joke about helicopter tours in Hawaii mm-hmm. that someone told me, which is um, every, every single helicopter tour company in Hawaii has never had a crash because yeah. once they have a crash, <laughs> they shut the company yeah. down. They start a new one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. So so be wary of tutors that uh, it's like their second social security number or something. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But what I should you look for in the reviews? Far. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, yeah. look in the testimonials. So people actually writing reviews, not just the stars, but you can write as you can write about the person, and those may yes. give you some more insight as well. And right, yeah. And what are kind of the key things you want to hear? You want to hear that the person was flexible. You want to hear mm-hmm. that they uh, were kind. You know, that's kind of something that we take for, we take for granted sometimes. You know, you want to make sure you like your tutor, so you want to you want to right. hear that it's someone you 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 could spend time with because you will be spending hours with them. Yeah, for sure. And do you feel like um, like how would you treat if you see in the reviews that there's a lot of emphasis on someone's someone using their system, like oh, their proprietary yes. system? This is a great right? question. And they're like, oh, their system worked great for me, but like, what do you mm. think when you see that? Yeah. The thing is, like, someone who only sticks to one system or only uses their own materials may not actually be as well-equipped as someone who's extremely adaptable because, like, for example, for me, like, each of my students, I, I, I teach with whatever they have because they mm-hmm. spent money on that material. Um, right. If I feel uncomfortable with it, I just tell them to send me send me screenshots of, of problems before but i haven't done that in a long time most of the time they can just show me a problem and i'll and i'll work with it i guess that was a bit of a brag sorry but uh, <laughs> but uh, it's okay i don't think it was a huge brag i also think that in general um yeah i think i think it's interesting so you know you want your your advice is you want a tutor that will pretty happily work with whatever your program yes. is and i mean you know i've talked to some tutors that have some programs that they don't like but those are probably exceptions but even if and, they have something yeah. that um i don't like i will just let them know what is the most useful part of what they bought and what they should um try to mitigate that whatever they're 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 losing out in with like some other free materials or something like that yeah. right exactly yeah. so I just try to adapt essentially cool and then maybe um I don't know, this is just me throwing my ideas into the ring here, but I feel like you'd want a tutor that listens to you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, this isn't just dictating <laughs> what what you should be doing. Yeah, they they need to be using uh, the tutor. The tutor needs to be constantly evaluating you, and you can't do that if you're just talking to, um, essentially, like if you're just talking to someone and not, not listening to them. So, like... Mm-hmm. If they're not if they're not listening to their student, like half of the battle is lost because mm-hmm. you need to be focusing on what they need to be improving on the most in because that's the best use of your time. If if you're paying them, you want them actually. Yeah, this is a good point. If you're paying them by the hour, you do not want them to have a large course ready for you. And them telling you that, okay, it'll take me like 
20 hours to teach you everything. You want them to give you homework or give you like some sort of materials and you come to them with the specific issues you're having. That way it's the best use of your time. Unless you're extremely uncomfortable and you really feel like you're like a, you know, level zero. Starting from yeah, scratch, yeah. yeah. And it, it may be best for you, for, for them to teach you almost everything. But, yeah. Right. I mean, frankly, um, if you are feeling like you're starting from scratch, I would personally say maybe go try and do a self-study course first. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, uh, you know, they're usually in the hundreds of dollars and having a tutor teach you everything from the beginning is going to be more in way the more of dollars. Yeah. Way more. <laughs> yeah. So you can start with you can start small and then, as you said, like, you know, kind of diagnose mm-hmm. your weak areas. And if you the uh, maybe the last like comment I'll make on this topic is also you can you can dictate the terms and mm-hmm. you can dictate what it is you think your weak areas are and actually come prepared in a way yeah. that a good tutor will be really excited and happy about. Yeah, absolutely. But it, but it can also mitigate a bad tutor a little bit to be like, hey, I want to work on these problem types. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right? It just kind of keeps you focused. They're working for you. Mm-hmm. That's That's an important thing, I think, because we all in school we kind of look up to our teachers as like they're the ones that should dictate what we're doing. But in reality, this is almost um, kind of like a car mechanic. It's like, I'm here for a specific problem mm-hmm. and you're going to help me fix it because you're an expert. But it's not like you are you show up to a car mechanic and you're like, hey, here's my car. Just tell me anything and everything <laughs> we can do. Yeah, that's, <laughs> That'll be really expensive, right? Yeah. Um, that's 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 just gonna. I mean, maybe it'll you'll end up better in the end, but it might be ten x the cost. So, mm. is that worth it? I don't, most of the time, it's not. Uh, yeah. But yeah, any any other thoughts on this? Yeah, topic? I had just one more point. Uh, if a tutor is promising a specific score without even knowing you, or promising that you can improve by a specific amount without even knowing like how much you studied before, uh, mm. they're probably. Um, Overpromising, they yeah. they're just trying to sell themselves, and I right. would definitely be wary of those people. Yeah. yeah, I mean, some people like I I've known some tutors in the past that you know they say over my last three hundred students I have seen the average score increase like you know four point yeah. six points. That's I think fine. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, that's not a promise. A, that's just showing what that's a data set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like we're gonna, you're, we're gonna get you a one sixty five, and it's like okay, but you don't know if that's even doable mm-hmm. yet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's great, great thoughts and great advice. Thank you very much, Matt. Mm-hmm. This has Thank been you. Jiri Snacks, hosted by Tyler from Achievable with Matt from GuideToGiri.com, and you can try our Jiri course for free at Achievable.me, uh, and use the code Podcast to get ten percent off if you like it.